Alexa, what time is it? It's time to start recording. 9.10. Hello, I'm your new Alexa. (laughs) Jill's back. We are recording. Yeah, and Jill is back. What, was I missing? (laughs) I was somewhere last week, but I wasn't here. (laughs) Hi, I'm Landon, and you're listening to That Sounds Funny. You can send us an email at TSF at Hey, everybody, that's right. This is the podcast that sounds funny. And um, I, it is the week of March 1st, 2022, 3122. Uh, we are in season two, show number 18, episode 70. I feel like the old podcast. Yeah, a couple, three old <laughs> blind mice. <laughs> we are two blind brothers and a blind sister who tell it the way we see it. I am your host, Keith, and... Those voices you have just heard are uh, Jerry and Joe. Yeah, and we are all three back. The three amigos. <laughs> or the three ninjas. Them, I hear them sirens going off in a little while, too. Uh-oh. Oh, it yeah, that that's a Tuesday. The last couple times they haven't been so bad. They just kind of give a little spurt and go away. They used to be like a whole minute. I'm like, oh, come on. <laughs> Does anyone have a question? We like to start off with what's new. And I don't really have an awful lot about what's new other than, I don't know. Uh, what's That's new. what happened to you, Jill. Yeah. Oh, would you like to hear what happened to me? Yeah, we talked about it a little bit last week. We can, <laughs> we can get it straight from you. Well, on February 18th, it was a Friday. A day that will live in infamy. (laughs) (laughs) I was at my son's house. He's moving out of one house into another house. So he hasn't really been there. Um, He's been moving stuff out of the garage. So he has the two steps to get up into his house. And I went in just fine. And I was sitting inside with my little granddaughter because she happened to be there that day. And she was crawling all around the empty house. And when we went to leave... I slipped on the ice going down them two steps. Two steps. Two steps and broke my ankle in three places. Not not two flights of steps, just no, just one, two steps. And it's the craziest thing. I always laid off for some reason with my right foot. So when I was going down, I went down with my right foot and I was holding on to the pole and holding on to my husband because he says it's all ice right here. And like I said, my son hadn't been living there really, so he didn't shovel the ice or put salt or anything down. And so I went to put my other foot down, my left foot, and I don't even remember it touching the ground, but I fell. And when I started to fall, I just felt pain going up my leg. Hmm. Is it your right leg or your left leg? My left leg. Twisted. Oh, wow. You twisted. I twist. No, well, it might have been. My foot was twisted when I fell on it is what I did. I have a spiral fracture of my lower leg, my fibula. Mm -hmm. I always say it wrong. Everybody says, because I usually say fibia because they told me tibia and fibula. Yeah. 
And then my ankle on the inside of my leg had a fracture on it too somehow. So I got both sides. And so I had a surgery. I went to a doctor Tuesday, last Tuesday, had a surgery Wednesday, got some RoboCop parts put in my leg, some metal plates and screws. I'm trying to catch up to Robin. They have the technology. (laughs) They could rebuild her. Yeah. And and I guess a a mutual friend of ours also fell and broke their leg in three places. Yeah. Apparently Terry's wife was falling or hurt her foot. Maybe she has three broken bones or three. I started a new phase. Enjoying the club. (laughs) One of our blind members, Roger, seems to be epidemic going on. His walking and his leg gave out. He said he woke up and felt down, and he had three bones sticking out of his sock. Yeah, three compound fractures. He called nine one one. They took him to the hospital. The hospital yeah. that I just left the next day, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, yeah. he well he went down Saturday, February twenty sixth, because he was going to go to our board meeting of the ICB. Uh, Illinois Council of the Blind Board meeting at the hotel in Alton last Saturday, uh, but he couldn't make it because he fell and broke his leg. Then yesterday, my wife was taking our trash cans out front, and we still have some outside bricks from our remodeled job we did on our house around the big oak tree, and every week when they take out the trash, they throw some bricks into the trash can. Well, the grandsons took the trash cans out there with Grandma, and so they're out there, and they went to throw bricks into the trash can and hit my wife's foot instead of the trash can. Yeah, sure, they were aiming for the trash can. <laughs> they want to hit grandma in the foot. Huh. So, yeah, anything more you want to add to your adventure, Jill? Or, or I got well, another something right else. Right now, I'm not supposed to put any weight on my foot. We'll talk maybe more in our anchor topic about but mobility with a broken bone or yeah well, I, I think that is our our topic of the week yeah because right now i'm not supposed to put weight on it i go see the doctor again on the ninth so this cast or it's not really a cast it's like a splint with gauze wrapped around it what they put mm-hmm. on after your surgery and don't take it off for two weeks keep it clean and dry and he'll take it off and then take an x-ray. So no showering for two weeks. No, y'all come here and smell me. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't had a shower since uh, last Tuesday. <laughs> and yeah. this well, is Tuesday but again. Having, we but all have baths. Well, they do make wipes that you that are bath wipes until right. you wipe with them. And I can fortunately. I stand at the sink like a flamingo on one foot and wash my hair, <laughs> bend over the sink and in the kitchen. But yeah, once he takes it off, he said he'll x-ray it again and go from there whether I'll get a, a different cast of some kind. So I go the ninth, which is, I think, the day after our podcast next week. So I'll have to let you all okay. know the following week what I have on. All right. But well, I'll be another- laid up for a little bit. I got a story about myself. Go ahead. Yesterday, I was, I like to eat ramen noodles, you know, and so I just got a package of ramen noodles and heated them up and I'm, I was drinking the broth, you know, drinking it down. And I've never had this happen before in my life until yesterday. And it really freaked me out. I was taking a drink out of my bowl, you know, taking a drink 
of the juice, and I don't know if I coughed. I, I don't know. All of a sudden, I was just drinking and swallowing, and all of a sudden, I had broth and noodles coming out of my nose. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, what the heck's going on? I'm like, I'm swallowing it down, and it's not going down. It's just coming right out of my nose. I'm like, wow, I must be pretty full for this stuff to be. <laughs> you must have had a tired esophagus. <laughs> I don't know what was going on. I'm like, I never had, I've never had any, anything come squirting out of my nose other than snot. You know, I know they always say like when somebody makes you laugh after you get a drink, sometimes you'll have that happen. Right, but I've never, <laughs> never had a go squirting out of my nose. I mean, congratulations! It was, it was like a siphon. <laughs> it was just like siphoning it. I was swallowing it down, but it's going in my mouth and down and coming out of my nose. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Well, sounds fun. Not. Uh, but not. He, let's. Uh, not funny. It's not funny. Move, move on to our next segment. What I could do. Uh, that would be holidays. Happy holiday. May the calendar keep bringing happy holidays. March, starting a brand new month on March 1st, and just uh, like we do, we go from Tuesday to Tuesday, we just like to review, today is National Wedding Planning Day, so all you brides out there, do it today or else you can't do it at all. (laughs) Yeah, right. No, another fun one that's today, it's not on your list, but go ahead. It is National Pig Day. Uh, baby sleep day, baby sleep do 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 fat Tuesday. It is of course Mardi Gras is what Fat Tuesday means in French, I guess. Uh, National Dagum, that's good day. The world Dagum. It is a National Pancake Day. There it is. National Peanut Butter Day. National Sportsmanship Day uh, and Refired Not Retired Day. Uh, here we go. Self Injury Awareness Day. Uh, well, self injury. Mm-hmm. That's you're me. Little, you're a little bit weak early <laughs> on that one, Jill. Well, I'm still injured, so it still counts. <laughs> it's kind of like a kid wanting to celebrate Christmas early. Can I have a present early, please? <laughs> I want a self injury. I got to have it now. <laughs> Um, it is Share a Smile Day, um, World Civil Defense Day, <coughs> Russia, Ukraine, <coughs> yes. uh, World Compliment Day, which we've already had a couple of those in the past few weeks, it seems like, World Music Therapy Day, very good, you'll just have music therapy instead of physical therapy. Yeah. It is Herring Awareness Week. What? <laughs> Can you hear me now? Uh, it is uni- um, oh, I missed something here. Universal Human Beings Week. So at least for this week, try to tip your hardest to be a human being. Oh, I'll have to post some funny science or space jokes. <laughs> and then it gets into a whole ton of March holiday months, which I'm going to skip over because I don't feel like reading them. I and thought you did that are, last week. 
We read them all last week, and I don't want to read them again. Oh, okay. I see. <laughs> all right. If, if our listeners really want to hear, and maybe I'll sprinkle in a few. And you know, let me do that. It is National Crochet Month, National Developmental Disabilities Month, National Flower Month, National Frozen Food Month. How about that? We'll stop right there. Mm-hmm. I'll read some more <laughs> next week <laughs> if I feel like it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Suppose I don't care to walk into a pretty obvious trap. March 2nd is uh, National Old Stuff Day. <laughs> That's what we are, all old stuff. Yeah, old stuff. <laughs> I'm an antique. It is uh, World Teen Mental Wellness Day, which I guess in these times we're living in is pretty important because... Teens already have a big problem with suicide and with COVID made it a lot worse. Uh, It is Texas Independence Day, Terry. Did you know that? Mm. Maybe not. It is Stop Bad Service Day. So if you're giving bad service, stop it. (laughs) Stop it now. Uh, It is National Read Across America Day. It's Dr. Seuss's birthday. Happy birthday. That Sam I am, that Sam I am. It oh is my. National Egg McMuffin Day. So while you're mm. enjoying Dr. Seuss, enjoy a green ham and egg muffin. <laughs> uh, it is Ash Wednesday. Photos. Because mm. it's the next day after Fat Tuesday, Ash Wednesday. Um, American Citizenship Day. For all of you uh, immigrants, illegal or otherwise, this is the day you need to work on your citizenship. Start Become doing that. Become legal. Yeah, I don't care if you're illegal or not, but start working on your citizenship. That's what you should do. Just saying. Um, let's see. National Banana Cream Pie Day. Yum. Gilligan, Marianne. Yeah. Take a look at that. For the land's Uh Moving on, March 3rd, Thursday. Uh, National If Pets Had Thumbs Day. <laughs> That's a holiday. I, I, I just, I, I could just see your pets thinking thought, thought bubble over their head. I wish you had thumbs. What would I do today? If I only had a thumb. <laughs> It is World Wildlife Day. So, hmm, wildlife. No, it world Hearing like world, Day. World wildlife as in out in the forest or wildlife as like at a disco or nightclub. <laughs> Environment, wildlife as all uh, I have. Darn, I was so I'm thinking like of like, you know, t- wild. <laughs> give me that. Go to a college frat party or something. Sure. Yeah. Animal House. I remember that. Boy, I laugh. It is World Hearing Day. I guess it's Hearing Week. And so they nail it down with a particular day there. It's Peach Blossom Day. National Soup It Forward Day. I haven't got a clue what that even means. Give somebody a bowl of soup. Oh. Yeah. Um, 
National Mall Blind Day. I don't even know what that means. It, it's all English words, but what is a mall blind? I do not know. That's when the blind people get to go to the mall. <laughs> oh, it has to do with a beverage, beverage cocktails. I don't know what that means. Hmm. National, I want you to be happy day. National <laughs> Hospital Day. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to be happy in the hospital, okay? <laughs> <laughs> National Cold Cuts Day. Wow, there's a lot of stuff. National Anthem Day. Missouri Compromise Day. Japan Doll Festival. Bulgaria Liberation Day. Surely you've seen things like this before. Woo, finally, March 4th, Friday. Here's a good one. National Pound Cake Day. Mm. And this one is, is going to follow that up with National Obesity Day. <laughs> <laughs> you ate too much pound cake. <laughs> yeah, the coconut cream pie or whatever it was, banana cream pie, pound cake. Now you're nationally obese. <laughs> uh, but you know what? There's always the World Day of Prayer. Pray this way to way. <laughs> you can pray that you weren't so obese. <laughs> it is Toy Soldier Day. Oh, uh, soldiers in your cup. <laughs> it's the old inauguration day before they moved it to uh, January 20th. National Tartar Sauce Day. National Sons Day. Which relates to children, that that kind of a sun, not the kind of sun up in the sky. Ah, National Safety Day. Benjamin Harrison Day. Who's that? National <laughs> Huggy Day. Huggy, like huggy diapers? <laughs> uh, family, friendships, military. Maybe this means hug huggy. somebody. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Hug a GI day. It was kind of hard to hear. I thought that the GI was part of my voice trying to hug read huggy. A GI. Hug oh, okay. a GI. Instead of okay. huggy, it's hug a GI. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, if you know somebody in the military, give them a hug. All right. <laughs> I guess if you're in the military, you can go up and hug your commanding officer and see how much he likes that. <laughs> she might not. <laughs> well, else? don't tell that guy here. <laughs> Although they, they've done away with that. Now you can be anything you want. Uh, National Employee Appreciation Day. National Dress in Blue Day. National Day of Unplugging. Marching Music Day. Woo, holy cow. All that on Friday. <sighs> Take a breath. <laughs> March 4th, Saturday. Of course, March 4th is, you know, March forward, 4th. Um, Holy Experiment Day. National Grammar Day. March wow. All the, again, remember that last month, Friday hogged all the days? This is all Saturday has. A, a wimpy little uh, grammar day. And a holy experiment day, but Friday hogs all the holidays for itself. <laughs> See how you are, Friday. We got your number. Um, March 5th. Wait a minute. Yeah. I'm sorry. 
all, all that stuff, Grammar Day and Experiment and March 4th is all on Friday. Tell him I can whip him with one hand tied behind my back. Now we're up to March 5th, Saturday. Whew. Um, <laughs> Real Film Day, as opposed to digital. Uh, Saint Some Some Appearance Day. Cinco de Marcho. <laughs> National Cheese Doodle Day. National Absent Day. Multiple Personality Day. Who am so, I today? <laughs> you can let your. I might be absent with my friends that are my multiple personalities. With your invisible friends that day. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's uh, March 6th, Sunday. See, Saturday still didn't have very much stuff compared to Friday. Friday this Well, after Friday, you're too worn out to have too many holidays on Saturday. Uh, maybe. But take it easy, Jeff. You'll give us all the jitters. Uh, March 6th, Sunday. National Frozen Food Day. Hmm. National White Chocolate Cheese Day. Chocolate cheese? White Chocolate Cheesecake. Oh, I thought you said cheese, White Chocolate Cheese Day. That yeah. sounds good. Yeah, if I didn't say cake, it's cheesecake. Sorry about that. So it's White Chocolate Cheesecake. Hmm. It's National Oreo Cookie Day. Yum. It is Namesake Day, whatever that means. National Dress Day. Oh, man, I got to wear a dress that <laughs> I day. I got to wear a dress. Uh, I'm, I don't even swing that way. <laughs> uh, it is uh, National Dentist Day. So after you eat all that white chocolate cheesecake, go see your Oreo cookies. And, uh, yeah, might need your teeth cleaned. It is, let's see, Dental Assistant Recognition Week, National Consumer Protection Week, National Professional Pet Sitters Week. So if you get paid to set pets, it's your week. Do it for free. <laughs> set pets. Set. Don't, don't charge any money this week. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see, National School Social Work Week. Read an ebook week, teen tech week, women in construction week, and that's Sunday. Uh, that's certainly extraordinary. Uh, March 7th, Monday. Getting our closer wrapping this up. Let's see. National Crown Roasted Pork Day. I don't even know what crown roasted pork is. You gotta roast your pig with his crown on. He's the yeah. king of the pigs. You, you gave him some of that imperial butter. And <laughs> pops up on his head. Bacon, bacon. Yeah. yeah. Bake, make a crown out of bacon and put it on your roast and all National that Heroes <laughs> and Benefactors Day. Uh, National Flapjack Day. Isn't a flapjack the same as pancakes? That was like today or something. And I have Plant Power Day. What, shouldn't it be Power Plant Day? Plant Power? Mm, whatever. Huh. National Cereal Day. I can get in, get in for that. Cypress Green Monday. Alexander Graham Bell Day. National Bee Herd Day. British Pie Week. So it has some British pie. <laughs> Whatever Nick that is. Uh, National School Breakfast Week. 
That old man's a suspicious one human I ever knowed in my life long. Yeah, but he ain't the smartest fella I ever seen either. Uh, woo, March 8th, Tuesday. Uh-oh. Be nasty day. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. That's in, next in, in other words, <laughs> it's just another, another day on social media, huh? <laughs> yeah, but that's our next podcast. We may have to be snotty. <laughs> have some snotty, uh, mean, nasty I know. <laughs> we might just have to whip out some nasty stuff next week on the podcast. <laughs> Commonwealth Day, as you know, Commonwealth like a state. Uh, International Women's Day, now, there's a day for being nasty day. Uh, PMS. <laughs> it is na- National Oregon Day, I guess the state of Oregon. Huh. Um, National Organize Your Home Office Day, wow, I, I should probably do that. <laughs> Uh, National Peanut Cluster Day. Mm. Made with regular peanuts. <laughs> National Proofread Day. And, and whew, that takes us all through the whole entire week. <sighs> that character always trying to worry me. Man. It's weird because some of them holidays are monthly, some are weekly, and some were daily. Well, the, the weekly ones, they'll, they'll pop up on any given week. Like, like wow. the one, there was some weekly ones starting Sunday, some weekly ones starting Monday. And I think they just go from that week. But the oh. month, month ones are all at the beginning of the month, and I didn't want to read all of them. No. Because <laughs> I, I, know, I know I listened last week, and I noticed that you read a lot last week of those monthly holidays. I thought, wow, it's a good thing I wasn't there. So I would have went on for hours. <laughs> you just fell asleep. <laughs> I, I mean, other than the few I read, maybe I'll read a few more next week and a few more next week. But yeah, if you want to hear them all the month ones, go back and listen to our last episode, episode 66. Or wait, episode 69. Sister Missing or something. Yeah. Uh, 69. You know, we <laughs> should have did, we should have did uh, on the nasty day, we should have made that our episode 69. Dang it. Yeah, we didn't even do nothing <laughs> on that day. That episode just went, but, uh, well, here it is, darling. 316 North Camden, our new little dream house. Well, let's go in and look around. Got the key? Mm-hmm. Well, go on in. Uh-uh. Why not? I want you to carry me across the threshold. Oh, Gracie. Well, you always have, dear. Come on. Pick me up in your arms. Okay. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we try it piggyback? <laughs> Just forget it. Come on in. All right. Well, we should move on to our news, right? We can we wait till the 96 and do it then. And I bet Terry can pick us off with a news story. Sure. I have a news story that was dated on February 22nd, which was, I think, that 2 to 2 2 2 date. Last Tuesday. Yeah, on because we have to wait till after our podcast to get these old news stories. But on February twenty second, uh, nineteen uh, shoot nineteen shooty shoot. Uh, <laughs> hold on, I had to date here now. Uh, well, you said last Tuesday. Yeah, you said no. Tuesday twenty second. Steve, uh, Steve Irwin was born on 22nd, 1962. Oh. 
So this uh, this happened to be this story fell on his birthday. So I thought it was kind of a coincidence. It's Steve Irwin's birthday. No, I mean he's dead though, Mister Crocodile Hunter. But in uh, in New South Wales in Australia, an American male crocodile escaped its enclosure. And so there was some a lot of where's the crocodile hunter when you need him? They got flooded. The alligator is a male American alligator, and it swam over the top. You know, it's got two different. Uh, it's got a uh, what do you call it? Um, a barrier. Swim if you can, and the swim, swim, swim right over the dam. Don't in the many in a itty bitty pool, fam, feel a fitty and a mama fitty boo. Fim said the mama fitty, fam if you can, and the fam and the fam right over the dam. And it was flooded, and it went over the top of the barrier, hmm. but it stuck trying to go through the bars to get to the public, hmm. and they had to get some crocodile rescuers. And he's got his head stuck behind in between the bars. <laughs> like, like if the kid put his head through an iron fence. <laughs> they had to physically lift the alligator and pull him out of the fence and turn him back around, I guess, and put him back in closure. But they they managed to do so. So they said he was all slippery and slimy, and they Slipping got him in the slide. And I would have taped his mouth shut. <laughs> yeah, that would be a good precaution. Yeah. Or you could, if you could turn them upside down, turn them on, on their backside with their feet up in there, they, they go to sleep. I yeah. heard that works with lizards. I guess I, I've seen it on Popeye cartoons. Um, it was <laughs> so it has to work. had this little girl on there one night years ago, and she had a little lizard and she flipped it over and rubbed its belly and it paralyzed it or something. It stayed stiff. Yeah, I guess it makes okay. them fall asleep. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of neat. Weird. Well, my first odd news story is about a woman that's snorkeling off the coast of Florida, a TikToker. And she escaped a shark attack by punching the shark in the face. <laughs> yeah. Good choice. <laughs> so evidently you can beat up a shark. I don't know. <laughs> well, I've heard that if you if you can punch him in the nose, it'll give him enough of a startle to go away this woman her name was heather west she's 42 she was snorkeling off the coast of florida and she felt something tugging on her what do you call them things you wear on your foot your flipper or your fin or something it had grabbed a hold of that and so she thought at first that you know she lost her foot but luckily she got the key you know it got her fin and not her foot but she thought one of the guys she was snorkeling would grab her foot just to kind of freak her out, you know, to mm. aggravate her. But when she turned around and seen it was a shark, she started punching it in the face. But it was a lemon shark, and they're supposed to be the least aggressive sharks. Oh, so just pick kinda, a fight on the puny kid on the block, huh? Yeah, so it's <laughs> kind of unusual that this shark even bothered her. Usually they're very not Maybe friendly. just but, curious or something. Yeah. <laughs> Tugs on that on herself and hey lady, your foot came off. <laughs> yep. So she she thought it was cool that she beat up a shark to free herself. And but she did have some damage done to her foot and had to go to the hospital. And 
have oh, so it, care it, it actually had her foot like in its mouth or something. It just kind of tugged a little bit. Yeah. Okay. But that's about all there is to that story. I just thought that was funny that this uh-huh. uh, you, you can beat up a shark. <laughs> Punch it in the nose, poke yeah. it in the eyes. Yeah, the right mood. Yeah, they say if you, it's really hard to get any force underwater to punch. They say you can kick him in the gills or, or in the eye, and it's also sensitive places. But the nose is kind of right there in front where they're going to bite you anyway. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, let's see. Now, I have a crocodile story. In Indonesia, they freed a crocodile who had a tire stuck on its neck for six years. Boys, I'm stupid, but I ain't that stupid. Oh, wow. Or 50,000 miles. (laughs) Time for a tire change. (laughs) A uh, wild crocodile with a motorcycle tire stuck around its neck for six years was finally... Uh, released by, I think, a fisherman. Steve. Um, <laughs> but it was a 14 point something foot uh, saltwater female crocodile has become an icon to the people of Palu. It was a necklace. <laughs> um, she has been seen. Um, on the streets, walking around with a motorcycle tire <laughs> stuck around her neck, and she's gotten so large that uh, she's starting to outgrow her tire, I guess, and they're afraid it's going to choke her. Um, Got so his conservation. Uh, let's see. They first spotted her in uh, 2016, generating a re- uh, sympathy from residents worldwide. Uh, wildlife biologists at that time tried and failed to free the reptile uh, in early January the 35 year old uh, trader moved to the city heard about the crocodile was determined uh, to do something about the crocodile when he seen her uh, nearby where he was at um, he says I have experiences in catching uh, and skills in catching animals, not only farm animals, but animals who escape from their cages. Um, I believe I can rescue the crocodile with my skills. <laughs> and apparently there's a video that circulated widely that shows uh, him doing just that. Uh, so this animal, fisherman, trader, whatever the heck he is, uh, it's unclear how it got stuck around her neck. Uh conservationists thought it might be uh, people trying to put it around her neck to claim her as a pet or something. Boy, I'd hate to be in that guy's shoes when them cops get through with them. And then she just got away. They don't They don't know how uh, it happened. But anyway, it, it goes on with some more facts about crocodiles and stuff. But. Hmm. Yeah, she thought it was her pretty necklace, that crocodile, and probably uh-huh. don't want him to take it off. <laughs> Yeah, you, you took off my necklace, my, my jewelry. I'll never get a boyfriend again without my pretty tire <laughs> necklace. <laughs> I have a, I have a short story here. That I have two other stories to do too, but this is a short one here. But uh, just to let everybody know who might not have heard it, uh, in North Carolina, what do they call Twas Day? Two, Twas Tuesday, the two 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 day. Yeah, I know, but I don't. I don't still don't understand why they call it Twas Twas Day or whatever. But anyway, yeah. 
on the 2222222 day, there was a baby born in North Carolina at 222 in the morning in delivery room two on 2222. Come on, Ben. This might be what we're looking for. Day. Yeah. A baby girl. And I wonder if they named her too. Her. And she got her, her first feeling and she dropped a deuce in her diaper. <laughs> <laughs> the mom had uh, Hutchkins. Maybe, I was going to say maybe it was twins. Oh, that would have been weird. <laughs> That's some kind of cancer or something, isn't it? The, what? Yeah. Hutchkins. Uh, hmm. You thought she had yeah. cancer, but it was really a baby. Yeah, <laughs> surprise. See, Hoskins lymphoma. The mother was going for treatments for Hoskins lymphoma, and so the baby was born early. But they were glad that the baby was came out fine, etc. Hmm. You, know, you want to know something? What? It's nothing to be ashamed of. Yeah. Anyway, that's a, that's a short little story I had there. But well, my next story is also about a baby being born. In Missouri, off Interstate 70, during a snowstorm. So this was, I had this to read last week, but since I wasn't on the show last week, this probably was from the week before, when we had that big snowstorm. (laughs) But there was a police officer that was called to pick this man and woman because of the snowstorm was going on and they were afraid to drive. But he got them to a fire station where the fire department, I guess, had an ambulance or rescue squad that got them going towards Columbia on the highway is she gave birth. No, don't be so touchy. What do you mean touchy? The last time you started spelling things, some doctor put me out of the room and we had baby Phyllis. I don't know if they actually pulled over since it was an ambulance or if they just kept driving slowly while she was giving birth. So, uh... That's kind of weird things that can happen in snowstorms. More things fall from the sky than snowflakes, just babies. And babies falling they, from the sky. Yeah. And of all things, you think with the snowstorm, they, like with the, the other baby, I thought they would name her something to do with the snow, but they named her Nova. And I thought, yeah. Nova? Nova name her, is a name car. Her st- Stormy Gale or something. Right. And in Spanish, Nova means no-go, so... <laughs> it doesn't go. Yeah. This baby yeah. doesn't go anywhere, I guess, now that it's born. I, I don't know. <laughs> it's going to be a shock, John, so prepare yourself. <laughs> Interesting. Well, storms do have a way of bringing on babies. So. Yeah. And by the time they got to the hospital, they were both doing good. So that was a happy ending to the story. Hurricanes are known to do the same thing. (laughs) Now, this is one where um, the first headline I saw was a mayor declares uh, ice shanties illegal on whatever uh, Hudson, Ohio. Uh, I read the story. I was like, eh, it's kind of different i guess but then there's a follow-up story that says mayor quits after saying that ice shanties may bring prostitution I'm like okay 
an ice shanty is, you know, ice fishermen, they go out in the lake to stay warm. You put up a little shack and you put it around the, the hole you drilled in your ice so you can stay warm and do your fishing. Mm-hmm. Apparently this guy thinks that if you do that, you're going to have prostitutes out there in the shanties. I thought <laughs> there might be a fishy smell, but it's not a prostitute. <laughs> Hello ladies. <laughs> <laughs> but he got a lot of criticism. Uh, and so he quit over, because he was criticized about it. Uh, but he, he says he was, inserting a bit of dry humor but it was misunderstood because uh, part of his statement was it was from his experience he knows about these things like you know maybe you've had prostitutes in your ice shanty but doesn't matter about this i know a lot of ice fishermen who have shanties and there's nothing like that going on at all <laughs> hmm. and besides if you're going to be out on the ice where it's like you know so sub-zero that you have to put up a shanty I don't think he wanted to get naked out there on the ice. <laughs> I hear though that they can put, they can have it warm in there, which amazes me because if you're sitting on ice and you have a fire to heat up your shanty, wouldn't that melt the ice and wait a minute, make it thin and. Um, well, it. I, I know people do light fires on the ice to stay warm, and you would think that it would melt the ice, but I think as the ice melts, it also dampens the wood. Uh, so the wood doesn't burn so much, and uh, I, th- like I think steam, some people maybe instead of no, it, it kind of helps control the fire a little bit. And I think people put down bricks sometimes. Oh, and the bricks help insulate it. But I know people right. do do that. Anyway, that's too, I, I know this is a dumb out story. There, the <laughs> ice fishermen that are professional, they know all that stuff. <laughs> Yeah, I have a story with the headline <coughs> that says doctors in New York remove a tooth growing in a man's nostril. Yeah, it's easy for you to say that. Oh, how did it get there? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, like, like, like Terry, he was coughing up his noodles and broth. <laughs> oh. He coughed so hard he caught up his false tooth, I guess. That's, <laughs> That's my take on it. But Terry, go ahead, tell us. <laughs> Surgeons with the Mount Sinai Hospital in New York said a 38-year-old man came into the hospital complaining of difficulty breathing through his nose. Yeah, I wonder why. <laughs> and, and I have a block so, I don't understand. <laughs> they had, he had a tooth growing through his nasal cavity. They did an x-ray, and they did surgery. The tooth was six inches long. Oh, wow. Wow. There was a fang from a bear or something. Perish the thought. (laughs) That was a He's had trouble breathing through his nostril for several years. He finally wants to go to the hospital. And stubborn like me. <laughs> wow. He had a deviated septum. No wonder. <laughs> and a six inch long tooth. I mean, it, it, if it had roots on it, you're talking about a, maybe three, three or four inch long tooth. A wow. pocket tooth. That was called a pocket tooth. I'm surprised it wasn't called a stalactite. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's weird because I know like your wisdom teeth. My doctors told me I have one left. The other three have been pulled 
And he told me, well, it's growing the wrong way. And what do you mean it's growing the wrong way? Is it going to grow up my nose or my ear or my cheek? Or maybe that's what happened. It was a wisdom tooth and it grew the wrong way up into his nose. <laughs> Safe even for a baby's tender skin. It, it, it sounds yeah. to me like it was a drunken bar bet that somebody had a, <laughs> a tooth off of a moose head or something. A buddy can't crowd us up here now. Oh, my God. He was so drunk. He did it, but he didn't remember it. Yeah, yeah that that's, that's my story. That's my story. <laughs> and so... After the surgery was a success, and it says three months after uh, the surgery, he went back and he's been reported to be able to breathe normally out of both nostrils. And he can smell things again. <laughs> so I want you fellas to smile and be just as sweet as you possibly can. <laughs> yeah, which goes into my other story. Well, you, you know, if you get stuff up your nose, like a kid will put like you know a marble up their nose or a part of a sponge, it it, it tends to stink really bad and it makes your breath smell really bad so I, I bet this guy has a bad case of halitosis for six years couldn't breathe didn't know why he had no friends <laughs> <laughs> you have any more Jill? no i don't have any more just those two stories that's all i you have, have any, another case i got one more you have another story i do have one more but i can actually hold it for next time well, i want to tell my I want to tell my last one, which goes kind of after that story with the tooth up their nose. There, here's a, in a, a company offers more than $6,000 to smell dog poop. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. Something should be done to help him. Over, for two months. Yeah, well, the, the guy with the tooth up his nose would be good. I can't smell dog poop at all. A British pet food company is offering $6,666.82 and <laughs> to, <laughs> to have your, your pet eat this. It's a plant-based dog food, and then they want you to feed it to your dog and then smell their dog poop. Sometimes I wish I wasn't so young and beautiful. And keep a record of how it smells. It smells, smells like oranges today. Awful. No, no, like I got a tooth in my nose. I can't breathe. Smells like ice cream today. <laughs> smells like roast beef today. <laughs> Maybe like it's made roses. by Willy Wonka or something. You know how uh, the kids chew into bubble gum and she turns violet. Yeah. Now it tastes like. It's like a free four course meal. Oh, there's yeah. the ham and the potatoes and the vegetables and the blueberry pie. <laughs> I, you know, I bet you it's probably got some kind of formulation that probably decreases the poop smell. I just want to smell, yeah. But that's, that's a weird job qualification. Some stranger things than that have happened in the Far East, Miss Lane. Well, smell dog poop, okay? <laughs> <laughs> you pick it up. Yeah. And you have to walk away into the dog poop crash. <laughs> your neighbors will think you're some crazy. Way to make it biodegradable instead of just laying there yeah. after they leave it in your yard, <laughs> so you don't have to pick it up. It's I guess it's for those vegan dogs that are out there. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know any vegan dogs. <laughs> They're saying that. For some of those, the, the experiments so far, the dog stools <laughs> stools have been uh, different colors. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
And look, there's pink poop. That's going to be a problem at Easter time with them Easter eggs. Oh, yeah, Easter egg time. Is this an egg or dog poop? Oh, it's dog <laughs> Smell it for That's me. That's un- unlucky egg. Uh. It smells like rotten egg. Oh, such silliness. No, by George. Instead of such silliness, it's a case of such smartness. I'm not going to collect oh, wow. data. You got to collect the data, collect the samples. Hey, come here, give me that poop. Let me smell it. Put it in the baggie. Right on there. Pumpkin spice smell here. All right, that's all I got. Hello, my name is Terry K. Helton. If you are in the Wood River area, stop by and visit Terry's Mini Mall. I have some homemade crocheted items, household goods, cleaning supplies, toys, seasonal merchandise, snacks, candy bars, soda, and more. Oh, did I forget? I also have Avon. Terry's Mini Mall is located at 300 North Wood River Avenue. You guessed it, in Wood River, Illinois. 62095. Visit my webpage at terrysminimall.com. T E R R Y S M I N I M A L L.com. Or call my store at 618-471-9088. Thank you. Time to go on to uh, Weird Words. Everybody shut up. Hey, hey, hey. I got some weird words that start with the letter F. Like F. F Frank and Fox. President Joe Biden. Joe Biden, don't the start with F. The F. <laughs> yeah, it does. F Joe Biden, right? That's how you spell it, right? <laughs> Our first weird word is faciendum. Faciendum? Yep. You That's what you do when you, you do that when you smell fashion. your dog's poop. You, you put your face up <laughs> in the end them. It's a noun. <laughs> That's a good guess. <laughs> oh, well, that will be a verb, so I guess not that one. <laughs> Well, fascia means your face, and where you have like uh, you know, the, that's on the house. The cosmetic panel is called the fascia. You're putting up the uh, fascia, fuchsia, yeah. fascia, oh, yeah. and uh, it means the end piece on your on your fascia panel. I don't know. <laughs> this word means something that should be done. Oh wow, like guessing the right word. We should yeah. do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, we had this word before. In my weird words that I got, it's fard. F-A-R-D. Fart? And I, it popped oh, up fard. the other day again. Fard. F-A-R-D. With a D, not a T. That's when you yeah. fart and it's retarded and it goes back in. <laughs> it's it's the past tense of fart. 
the past tense of fart. I will fart. I have farted. <laughs> you fart hard. <laughs> It, it, yeah, I, I know you, you may have had it before, but I totally do not remember. This word, <laughs> this word here word. means. Oh, wait. Have it's say, like, uh, what? Okay, okay. Never mind. I was going to say, uh, it's, uh, it's like a Ford, but it's a Ford. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you say well. with a Southern accent. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. It means to have your face painted. Your face, painted. your face, face painted, painted, like kids get their face painted oh, at carnivals. What a fart! You have your have a little daisy fart on your face. <laughs> hey, maybe James can come do that at our convention. <laughs> I didn't tell Jill about that. <laughs> anyway, next word. Does- maybe you flunked that class, and maybe now you fight. And people mock you on the Okay. Uh. Bookmark three. Farouche is an adjective. Farouche. Farouche. It, it's the sound that gasoline makes whenever you ignite it with a match. Farouche. <laughs> Which you shouldn't do that if you're out there. Don't don't light gasoline with a match. Again, it's another fart sound. Farouche. It's, it's how a Russian dog barks. Farouche. Farouche. <laughs> This word means sullen, shy, and repellent in manner. So, uh, maybe a little bashful. It's, you're a little farouche. You're bashful. Huh? Wow. Okay. I, I guess that would make sense. It sounds like it would be bashful. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I got to listen to this word here again. Gonna familiarize you with the nomenclature. Philosophic fidelity. Philosophic fidelity. Fidelity. Philosophic fidelity. Philosophic fidelity. Philosophic. Philosophic. Well, fidelity is like you know, faithful or trustworthy. Philosophic. You're not feeling like it today. So you're gonna cheat on your on your significant other. I'm feeling civic sick fidelity today. Philosophic <laughs> fidelity. Wow, what a word. Makes you not want to breathe. <laughs> <laughs> you learn the definition of nouns and prepositions. Letter of seizure mission. And that's why I think it's a good time. Yeah, Can't no. breathe. <laughs> Yeah, if you can't breathe and you have a tooth in your nose, this is <laughs> That's what that word means. <laughs> it's a what capacity does... for happiness. It could be once the guy got his tooth out of his nose. He... Finifical. Well, good. What was My that next word, word again? Is finifical. Finifical. Significant is an adjective. Well, I was hoping it wasn't a noun. <laughs> it's a funny nickel. <laughs> that nickel is funny. Significant. 
fun, fun, difficult. Yeah, it's something that, that pertains to being very funny. It's fun. It's so funny. It's funnifical. Oh, yeah. Now I hear now one. We're, now we're alarming in a pair. We've got two sirens going off. Uh, <laughs> They're going off here, but you just can't hear them because I'm in my bunker. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, well no. if you were Unifical means shunning the end of anything. So when that oh. siren stops, well, actually, I guess we want it to stop. Shunning the end of anything, fanifical. Doing what to the end of anything? Shunning it. Shunning. shunning. Like you don't want it to end. Whatever we do want that to end, though. Oh, it, it, it's so fun. You just don't want it to fun to stop. Like right. our podcast. <laughs> Let's do a three-hour podcast. Today. Yeah. Our next word is fleetin. Fleetin. It's a really fat flea. He's too much. Fleet has been to the dog dog show. (laughs) Fleetin. It's an adjective. What was it again? Fleetin. Fleeton. 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 Uh, it's an adjective, it's a, so it describes a noun. It's a 2,000 pound flea. <laughs> well, that would be a, a noun. That would be a noun, <laughs> but it's an adjective. And it's a fleeton flea. There we go. <laughs> Extremely fat. It, it's so fat you, have to run, you run away and you flee from the ton of fat. <laughs> Which, of course, would be a verb, so that still would not be the word. <laughs> <laughs> um, you better slow down and use the right Having the color of milk, which I thought would be pasty or something white. What? Having the Having color, the of, color milk of milk? Like white. Bleaten? Bleaten. Why, would, why wouldn't it be white then yeah. <laughs> kind of different um, I think I got eight words this time let's see here flushment a flush mint is that blue thing you put in your toilet to keep it smelling fresh. <laughs> yeah, flush mint. Make it smell good. Make a tidy old man happy. Flush mint is a noun. No, well, that'll be a noun. Yeah. It's the little blue round. Uh, I'm gonna say like you're you're turning red or something. Your your face is flushed or something, you're blushing. Well, you're pretty close wherever Terry's at. He seems to have gotten very quiet. As a possessive, it's a contraction. What's a contraction? It's the excitement you feel when you succeed. Oh, if you okay. so in a so way, so you're happy, you're exuberant, you're, happy. you're victorious yes. and cheerful. Oh, okay, you're flush mint. Yes, almost you got flushed, it right. <laughs> flushed your mint. <laughs> hmm. Our last word is going to be one that's going to sound kind of off to you guys again. 
but it is four plate. <laughs> four plate. <laughs> I knew I would get some Snickers. Oh, yeah, four well, I'm laughing, plate. but I'm not saying it. <laughs> four plates. It's, it's a full four. dinner. Four, I'm uh, thinking like F O R E P L A I N T is. I think uh, must be four plate. This is like like a complaint. It's a four plate. So you're complaining yeah. ahead of time. You're yeah. complaining before it's something bad happens. again. Wow. <laughs> At first, I thought you said four plates, like what you'd eat dinner off of. Yeah. It's four a full plates. dinner set. Yeah. That's what you then get when you go about, to the buffet. <laughs> then I started thinking about what kind of plates are you taking in the bedroom for foreplay? I don't know. It's like four plates. <laughs> well, you, you have an upper plate and a lower plate in your dentures, right? Yeah. That's when both the couple, the man and the woman, both have false teeth and you take yeah, them out. Four plates. And you got four plates. <laughs> false teeth. Yeah. I guess we're all wrong about that, aren't we? Yeah. But I don't want your if you really want Yeah, because this word here means tired of complaining. <laughs> tired of complaining? Yeah. Tired well, we from complaining, I guess. Tired of, tired from. Well, if you're tired from, that means you complain so much you're tired from doing it. If you're tired <laughs> of complaining, <laughs> that means somebody in your house whines all the time. And, that's <laughs> and then you're just tired of all that complaining. <laughs> yeah. <Joy. laughs> Not that I would know anything about that. <laughs> that's all my words for this week. I just keep in mind. Now we can oh, move on to Terry's top, top 10. 10. Yeah. Top 10. Stupid list. Oh, you got a pooping list for us? I've got one here. I got a top 10 list of uh, medical. Oh, we go. Medical myths that turned out to be true. No. Like taking a horse dealer for COVID? <laughs> like, it, the queen did it. Eating garlic can help give you with, a toothache, with a toothache. Oh. If you have a tooth in your nose. <laughs> yeah. Cram some garlic up there, too. And, uh, so it, it used to be thought to be a myth, but now they've discovered that it's true. Instead of reaching for a pain pill, when you chew on it, it releases a chemical has the same properties as a pain reliever. Hmm. Number nine, women do feel colder than men. Everybody says it, but nobody means it. Yeah. Huh. Because <laughs> I, I, I sleep with a blast furnace on every night. Middle of winter, I got no covers on because I sweat to death. Estrogen in the female body causes the blood to thicken and it can't get to the extremities as well. I'll say brain, but okay, extremities. And <laughs> to feel warm. Number eight. Eating too many carrots can make you turn orange. What a ridiculous idea. Oh, yeah. That is true. And sweet potatoes. I heard that, too. Yeah. 
the beta carotene can deposit in your hands. Carotinitis, it's where your hands turn orange or your hair like Donald Trump. I don't know. I don't know if that's carrots, though. So. <laughs> well, I think Donald Trump had a lot of those, those uh, fake tans when they can be orange, too. Yeah. Well, I know when you're in the, if they were talking about his hair, the color of his hair, a lot, a lot of times, remember when I, we were teenage, uh, just before I went to the army, I had to dye my hair blonde. Oh. It, it turned out orange. <laughs> yeah. When you, when you use peroxide and bleach, if your hair is dark, it can come out kind of orange uh, yeah. looking, but it, if you, it really is blonde, but it just can seem orange. Looking I mean, so that, you know, our aunt, our aunt was dying her hair, Aunt Chris was dying her hair and she had extra hair dye. I said, oh, you can put it in my hair. And so she put it in my hair and my hair ended up turning orange. And I was like, that can't fix it going to Army. They'll just shave it right off. Yeah. <laughs> I think, too, though, because your hair was so dark, it lightened it to that. If you would have did it again, it would have lightened it and made it blonde. <laughs> anyway, number seven. Late night snacks do cause you to gain weight. How do you like it? Well, confidentially, Junior. McGee, it does not. Oh, yeah. Because you put on all those carbs and stuff, and they, you don't do anything. You just sleep and you're motionless for hours. <laughs> but eating eating foods any time of the day can cause you to gain weight. <laughs> right, but especially depends on what you eat. Because your body goes into shutdown mode, and it just doesn't do anything with it. It stores it in fat. They, they recommend at nighttime, if you do snack, to eat healthier things like carrots. Celery, like yeah. Pop, popcorn, is good as long as you don't Doritos. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fruits uh, and vegetables and popcorn. You just got to watch what you eat. On that note, on my, you know, I've been, uh, uh, I've been getting the alarm on my on my meter thing, not bad that it's high. Now my blood sugar is running low all the time. Yeah. But uh, I think I've been taking uh, less vitamin C, though. That's I'm pretty sure that's why. But anyway, um, number six, exercise can make you smarter. Well, look at this notice, smart guy. Look at that. <laughs> why <Well>, say? <laughs> this certainly looks legitimate, doesn't it? Huh. Scientists have exercise discovered that. Your brain. That not only not only do you get a six pack, but you also develop a larger hippocampus, which so it's healthy for your body and for your brain, huh? Helps with you to remember things, do. Yeah. <laughs> I need a bigger hippocampus. <laughs> hippocampus, a campus for hippopotamuses. <laughs> I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. <laughs> Number five, the moon does cause people to commit more crimes. Keep quiet before I give you a hit in the head. Oh, yeah. Something about it. It's, it's, it's just lunacy. Play <laughs> <laughs> right. on words. Number four, fruit juice is actually bad for children. Well, I, I punish them regularly about twice a week. Oh. You should never give fruit juice to a child under the age of one. Really? Huh. Well, I wonder. Uh-huh. I mean, if they have a lot of sugars, like maybe. But right, I mean, fruit, 
addicted to sugar later in their lives if you get to them. I, if it's just straight up juice, like you take an orange and you squeeze it into a cup, I mean, it's just straight up juice. But yeah, if you... Number, number three, chicken soup may actually help. Go ahead, laugh, laugh, make jokes about it. Yeah. Against the cold. Oh. Well, besides chicken being soup. being a, something of a comfort food, something about the, the chicken broth does kind of Help your body recover. Anti-inflammatory properties, yeah. Mm -hmm. Upper respiratory issues. It's also high in linkset, zinc. Mm -hmm. Shorten the length of a cold. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, is that number two? Hold on a minute. The brain can really rust. Gonna have to run him out of town. Okay. <laughs> I guess that's what you call dementia and Alzheimer's when your brain starts slowing down. And Probably. Get rusty. That rusty Joe Biden. Rust, I'm sure. <laughs> that rusty Joe Biden. If you yeah. don't use your brain enough, it does stop working. It says. I might not use my body much, but I'm always thinking about something. I always got stuff to do. Oh my goodness. So, yeah, you got to keep thinking about things. Uh, keep your brains and your neurons going and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> One, arthritis is actually worse during, during thunderstorms, monsoons. Oh, yeah. Good heavens. Yeah, well, we had all that snow. Man, my knees were telling me. This week, not so much. Yeah. The weatherman said it's sunny all week long. I'm like, yeah, my needs are telling me. Yeah. <laughs> They're not so creaky this week as they were before. That's my top ten list. And now for a classic comedy moment. Jack Benny visits his vault. Excuse me, man. I've got to go down to my vault. I'll be right back. out across the bridge over the moat. <laughs> Gosh, look at that alligator. So strong and powerful. He's been very valuable to me, too. Three wallets and a belt, and he's still as healthy as ever. Hope he forgets by next Christmas. He's getting wise to me when I come in here with a piece of meat in one hand and a can of ether in the other. Down, boy. See you later.
Who goes there, friend or foe? A uh, friend. What's the password? It's toasted. <laughs> oh, it's you, Mr. Benny. Yes, Ed. How are things on the outside world? Oh, fine, fine. How have you been, Ed? Oh, pretty good. Say, Mr. Benny, I hate to complain, but it's awfully cold down here. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, Ed. The next time I come down, I'll bring a stove. Well, if it's all the same to you, I'd rather have clothes. <laughs> oh, well, I'll send some down. I gotta open the safe and get some money. Shall I lie down so you can give me the ether again? <laughs> no, no, Ed, you can watch this time. Well, let me see. The combination is right to 45. Left to 60. Back to 15. Then left to 110. There. see how much money I need. There, this ought to be enough. Gosh, look at that big pile of money way in the back of the safe. Boy, if the South had won, I'd be a millionaire. <laughs> well, I better close the safe. Well, I gotta be going along now. So long, Ed. Goodbye, Mr. Benny. Okay, kids, I'm ready. Let's go. All right. And now it's time for... Anchor Topic. And it is uh, about orientation and mobility. And I did have a topic to run with. But since Jill mentioned it up front, you want to talk about mobility with a gimpy foot? Well, we did learn with my gimpy foot. The worst thing, okay, this is being blind, and I'm going to, I guess, lead off with this is my experience. Other people may have different experiences and things. Mileage may vary. People, yes. But crutches do not go well when you have a broken bone and you cannot see. You would think crutches, because everybody says, oh, you broke your leg, you need crutches. I tried crutches. I had my daughter bring some over. And they worked okay getting up out of the chair, you know, putting it on the floor, standing it up and using it as a help lift. Uh But then trying to get across my dining room to the bathroom, not knowing what's on the floor. If you have a cluttered house, you put your crutch down, say on paper, it's going to fly out from under you. (laughs) You put it on clothes, it's going to do the same thing. It might be a puddle. Um, you could get tangled up in your chair legs and your dining, you know, your kitchen table, dining room table, chair legs. So you, you, with, with a clear walkway is what you're saying. Maybe they would do better. Right. Keep in the but when there's clear. obstacles, you know, mobility, M- O&M, obstacles and mobility is what I always called it. Yeah. <laughs> then crutches don't work quite so well. And of course, something when you don't need these items, you don't think about it, but the walkers 
that you there's so many different kinds and sizes they go by your weight your height but a lot of them are where you can adjust them higher or lower and since my daughter being smaller than me she's not a kid she is an adult but uh she's light lighter weight and shorter we'll say (laughs) her walker that she had when she broke her foot was not big enough for me you could get one Uh, hip in yeah, I needed one that was more sturdy. So luckily, so, Keith and his so wife brought, brought me one. over one that worked a lot better. And I use it sometimes to get it, around. It, it acts as a bumper in case you need it, you're running into something. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, I put my knee on the seat that goes across the bumper. I mean, the bumper. Where did that come from? It, it's, the a, it's, it's a rollivator, I think is the technical name for it. It'll, uh-huh. it'll roll. But you can just kind of lift and let it roll. And it has a seat. So if you get tired, you can just turn around and have a seat. Right. But, Which kind of, I mean, to me, I got a wheelchair also for coming and going. And it works really well. And I use it sometimes as like that walker. If I'm just getting up to take a short trip to the bathroom, I'll put my knee in it and roll it backwards to the bathroom. But if I'm going to the bedroom all the way down the hall, I'll sit in it or relax a little more. And, and you take your like, wheelchair outside for like going down all those hills in Alton. Oh, I can't go outside by myself because I have steps everywhere and my husband's got to be here to help me out. Um, you can hop on one foot up the steps. I haven't got to be a professional with hopping. I, I twist a lot, which is funny because it's hard to hop, even not being able to see. And you lose your balance so easy with just one foot down there. Yeah. Know, trying to keep it'd be a lot easier. It'd be a lot easier if they just put a cast on your foot with roller skate on the bottom of it. There you go. Yeah. Something. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's really different. It's an experience trying to learn all this stuff. And then being in the wheelchair, having your foot up straight in front of you, you got to be careful because if you run it into the wall. (laughs) (laughs) So what I try to do is I'll put my sore foot on top of my not sore foot and just hold it up off the floor a little bit. Or I'll stick my good foot out in front of me and leave my sore foot down. So if I do hit a wall, it's with my good foot instead of my sore foot. Acts like a a bumper that way or something. Yeah, kind of like my cane. You having a cane out in front of you or something. Yeah. I I haven't tried using my cane with a wheelchair. So if anybody listening, well, I I know experience. (laughs) I I know, like when we were up at Heinz, they did teach people how to use your cane with with a walker, you know, rollivator. And they would teach people how to use your cane in a wheelchair. So there is a technique, I suppose, but I couldn't even come close to telling you how hmm. that's done. You use your it seems feet like to you need yourself. both hands to hold on to the walker, and it's going to be hard to hold that. Maybe they well, make you're a, a new wheelchair. If you're in a wheelchair, you sit down and use your your good foot to to propel yeah. yourself, and you use your cane out in front of you, in front of your uh-huh. wheelchair. You know? Well, I mean, I you can wheel the wheels with your hands. The Instead of your foot, like you're saying, to propel yourself, you grab the wheels on each side and roll yeah, but if you're gonna, Yeah, but if you have to do that with your hands on the wheels to go straight, then you'd have to, like, give it a, I'm just guessing, give it a, a roll and then check with your cane, give it a roll. Check with uh, cane. I'm guessing that's what you may have to do if you had, if you had to use your hands to propel yourself. 
If he but had his also, scooter, he just worked the toggle switch with one hand. <laughs> yeah, if you live in the Alton area, you don't have to actually buy a wheelchair. I'm actually renting this one from a place. It's so much a month, and so I'm hoping I only need it for one month so I can return it, and then it's not going to be in my house to clutter up or for my grandkids it's to want to play to on own. and roll all over. <laughs> So that's nice to know that there are things out there that you can rent and return. Okay. Well, I don't have an awful lot to add with that one, other than I do know there are techniques to using a cane with a walker and a wheelchair. But My ex-wife could tell you how to get a wheelchair for free. Well, I'm sure she could. She had sticky <laughs> fingers. She would probably take it from anywhere. Yeah. Just like you're wheeling yourself to the truck, and then you, you just open the back and you throw it in and get it in and you take off. Before anybody spots you, that's called stealing. But yeah, you, know. <laughs> you take it home and then you take a SOS pad and you use that to scratch off the name of the hospital on the back of it. Uh, Sounds like but we per- don't promote personal that. knowledge on that one. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but you know, she's, I know that's we, what she would do, but we're not telling people to do we, that. We right? do not recommend this technique at home. <laughs> no, yeah. but definitely uh, she, not. She can't do it no more. She passed away. But so, anyway. Yeah, well, hmm. well, we do have an email. It's, it's kind of a long one, I think. But uh, what's in the mail for today? Oh, just the usual bunch of crackpot letters. What's it say? What? Well, isn't that nice? Maybe we should cut this topic a little short and get into that. Uh, it starts out saying, "Hey there, TSF hosts." I have a brother who decided to become a priest. Uh, Even the priest has gotten used to calling him Father John, which is weird because he's our youngest brother. But after serving in a small parish for several years, my brother was herding people out of the church one day, ready to close the gates, when a raggedy man approached him. The raggedy man in his dirty and torn clothes stood there before my uh, brother, John, and said to him, Priest, please be good to me and give me half a lemon. Uh, Father John was a good man, but he thought the request was a bit odd. So he went back inside, cut a lemon in half, and gave it to the man. Uh, Father John's curiosity uh, was uh, piqued, and he asked the raggedy man, My son, tell me, why do you need half a lemon? The man, with horror on his face, quickly took off running before he could give an answer to my brother. A week later, the raggedy man returned and he met Father John at the same place. Uh, And the raggedy man said to Father John, Priest, please be good and give me half a lemon. Father John was taken aback by the man in a strange request, but being a good priest, he went back inside, cut a lemon and a half, and gave it to the stranger, who and then immediately asked, My son, please tell me, why do you need these lemons? The strange man immediately took off, but my brother wasn't giving up easy, and he went after the stranger. Uh, Father John just couldn't keep up with the raggedy man because he wasn't in the best condition. He almost fainted. Um, uh, Let's see. Uh, My brother hoped that the strange man would come back next week, so he 
could know why he needed those lemons. Uh, he spent the next week running and training so he could keep up with the strange man. And sure enough, the training paid off because the man was back the next Sunday and asked, uh, priest, please be good and give me half a lemon. Um, uh, Father John didn't even wait for him to finish his sentence. And he immediately gave him half a lemon and uh, who said, thank you, priest, you are good, said the stranger. Don't even mention it, my child, but tell me, why do you need all these lemons? The man ran away with terror in his eyes, but Father John was in pursuit. They ran for a long time when they reached a river. The stranger, without hesitation, leapt into the river, swam to the other shore, and ran away. Father John didn't follow him because he couldn't swim. He went home fuming, but he took swimming lessons all the next week. At the same time, the following week, the strange man arrived. A priest, please be good and give me half a lemon. Father John went in the back, put on his jogging shoes or swimming trunks, and uh, said, here you go, my son, but could you please? Tell me why you need a lemon. The strange man quickly started running. He ran and ran until they arrived at the river. The man jumped into the river and swam. Father John was right behind him. Those swimming lessons really had paid off. They started to run again until they arrived at a tall tree on the edge of a deep ravine. The man, with cat-like agility, climbed the tall tree. Uh, Father John didn't follow because he didn't know how to climb a tree. Uh, he went home cursing at everything. Uh, he spent the next week climbing a tree in the churchyard, much to the amusement of the villagers. Before Sunday's mass, he put on his running shoes, his swimming shorts, uh, and Father John was good and he even planned ahead and put half a lemon in his pocket. Uh, the mass finished much earlier than usual, and as soon as he finished, the strange man approached him yet again. Father John gave him the lemon immediately. My son, for God's sake, tell me, why do you need lemons? The man ran off. The priest was right behind him. They ran to the river, the swimming across. They ran to the ravine and climbed a tree. Uh, Father John almost caught him when the man grabbed the vine and swung across the ravine. Father John was about to have a brain aneurysm, but he saw another vine. He grabbed it, and he's also swung across this deep ravine. When he got to the other side, he encountered another obstacle. There was a plain graveyard. Well, they have those, I guess. Uh, the stranger had locked himself in the fuselage of one of the grounded airplanes. And uh, though Father John went around the plane multiple times, he could not find a way inside. Next week, he spent every day at the village locksmith uh, studying every method of opening locks. Next Sunday, he held a mass in his swimming trucks, running shoes, and on his back was a waterproof backpack with all 
the tools he might need to open locks. The strange man arrived yet again and asked for the same thing. Father John quickly gave it to him and grabbed him by the wrist, looked into his eyes and asked him, what do you need these lemons for? The stranger panicked, broke free from Father John. They raced to the river, swam across it. They ran to the ravine and swung across it. But the man locked himself inside another airplane. But Father John didn't stop. He quickly got all his tools out of his backpack and started working on the lock. Not an hour passed and he was inside the plane. Inside, the raggedy man was crouched in the corner with horror in, on his face and terror in his eyes. The good priest crouched down next to him and kindly asked, son, you have been asking for half a lemon now for the last few weeks. I'm very happy to give it to you, even in the future. I'm only asking in return that you tell me why do you need lemons? All right, priest, said the strange man in a trembling voice. I will tell you, but please be good and don't, don't tell anybody. Father John was a good priest and didn't tell anybody. Hope you can use this on the show. <laughs> You're right. It was long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. From, uh, uh, Pierre uh, X from uh, Monkey Run, Arkansas, of all places. Uh, by the way, my brother has now taken on a new parish and has moved to rest and be thankful, uh, Argyle Butte, Scotland. Hmm. Woo! Yeah, I told you it was a long one. But yeah, whatever you want those lemons for, I guess you know, priests have confidentiality. The priest knows, well. but nobody else. <laughs> <laughs> I guess if you want to well. know, go be a priest and find that guy. <laughs> Sheesh. Hmm. I didn't want to have any more emails. We didn't read one last week, so I thought, eh, I'll make a long one this time. But if you guys thoughts. have any shorter ones or funnier ones, send them. <laughs> yeah. See, this is why they put time limits on the emails that do on that story sure. show. They compress them. And I thought about compressing this one, but now I thought, yeah, I'll just read it the way it's written, pretty much. Hmm. An Avon fragrance can be fresh lasting. An Avon fragrance can also be smoothing, softening, soothing, refreshing, intriguing, cooling, charming, enterprising. 17 ways to wear an Avon fragrance. Your Avon representative can show you 17 ways to wear an Avon fragrance. So whatever you wear, wear fragrance by Avon. Avon calling. Hi. I am Terry Hogan Helsley, your friendly Avon lady. If you need something, 
we more than likely have it. We have more than just makeup and cologne. We have cleaners, we have clothing, we have body wash and bubble bath, toothbrush and toothpaste. Everything will be delivered to your house. So go ahead and go to my website at www.youravon.com front slash T Hogan Health Sleep. That is front slash T H O G A N H E L T S L E Y. Thank you. We have final thoughts. That's what we do now. So who's yeah. got final thoughts? Velcro. What a ripoff. That's <laughs> <laughs> your final thought. <sighs> Goodness. A monster came up to me and asked me for a quarter to eat. And when I give it to him, he ate it. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I guess that's why you wanted it. <laughs> when I was a kid, there was a pyromaniac in our town. He got careless one day and made an ash out of himself. <laughs> Thought of the day I have here. How do ponies communicate with each other? Horse code. Horse code. Nay, 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 Did you know it's okay to fall apart sometimes? Tacos do it, and we still love them. <laughs> <laughs> What's the most painful type? of math fibro my algebra <laughs> thought of the day I'm still trying to decide what to wear on my couch on New Year's Eve <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's where I go all the time <laughs> I got a cool ink pen that writes underwater. It writes other words too. <laughs> other words <laughs> besides other words. underwater. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh. I always wanted to have buns of steel, but I settled for buns of cinnamon. <laughs> <laughs> they taste better. I had a dream last night that I was a muffler. I woke up totally exhausted. (laughs) Be careful, last guy that had a dream got shot. I don't have any more, so you guys keep going if you want. Well, I'll do one more. (laughs) Um, Yesterday, I discovered that eggs are fantastic for my diet. I can enhance the flavor simply by adding cocoa, flour, sugar, butter, baking powder, (laughs) and cooking at 350 degrees for 30 minutes. 
Chocolate cake. Cookie. <laughs> oh. <laughs> cookie, chocolate cake. <laughs> if you... If you- If you punch yourself in the face as hard as you can, does that make you weak or strong? Yeah, well, I guess it depends on which body part stops first. <laughs> ah, well, I, I could go on. I got more. I have, stop I have one more to wrap it up here. What do you say to all your single friends on Valentine's Day? Happy Independence Day. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say better luck next time, but uh, that works too. <laughs> I'll tell you what you do. You go around the corners of that little restaurant. You'll see a sign in the window that says Mother's Home Cooking. Now go in and ask for Mother. Okay, I'll go right in. And then when I... What does the sign say? It says Mother's Home Cooking. Oh, why should I go in the restaurant and ask for Mother? She's home cooking. <laughs> mother isn't home cooking. Well, where is she? She's in the restaurant. Didn't you just tell me that the sign said Mother's Home Cooking? Well, that's right. <laughs> then how could she be in the restaurant? Does Mother live there? No, she lives at home. <laughs> then what's she doing in the restaurant? Home cooking. <laughs> that sign is making an awful liar out of Mother. Wait a minute, it's after six o'clock. The restaurant is closed anyway. Mother wouldn't be there. Uh, where would Mother be? Well, she's probably uh, home cooking. <laughs> Let me smell your breath. No. Uh, but hey, this is the uh, end of the show. We sign off. And, hey, this is your host, Keith. Thanks for listening. Tell a friend about us. Leave us a rating and review. And uh, that's all I got. So we'll see you next week. And thanks for this listening. This might be long. Oh, man. Oh, it's not too long. We'll have to see. Big I know it's longer than last week. Yeah, because I'm back and I talk a lot. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds funny. TSF at that sounds funny.com.